Hey guys, welcome to Gino's Golden Tea Podcast. I am the Alpha Chris Longino. Hope everybody's having a good Monday. Uh, Taped this podcast last week. I know I gave you part one of Matt Van Hoosier and Bernsey, and I'm going to have that the rest of that ready for you before we get to Dallas this week. This podcast has the person that helped bring us to Dallas, and that's Shane Marks. Uh, Shane Marks, on the back of a, a lot of other people too, like Seth Harris, helped curate this great idea to bring our holiday tournament to Dallas, Texas. Uh, Texas has always been the home for the end of the year tournament, a great place for people to go play golden tee uh, at a tournament. And it's got a great, great hub of a lot of players in all those cities in Austin and Dallas, Houston, all throughout those surrounding areas. And it should make for a great tournament this weekend, the largest that we've ever had for the end of the year tournament. By what's going to be, I hope, a hefty amount. And uh, Shane, Shane's got a lot, gets a lot of, she deserves a lot of credit for this. Um, there's a lot of legwork that goes into trying to, trying to curate and trying to put all your ducks in a row to get a tournament off the ground and then prove it to people that can will run your tournament for you. And uh, Shane, Shane's done that. Shane did this, went the same route I did and uh, proved that his tournament belonged. So we're going to be in Dallas this weekend. Cannot wait to get there. Um, so, uh, first, before I start this podcast, because uh, we, we mentioned through this podcast that um, Shane kind of being a bridge into getting this tournament going, and Shane deserves a lot of the credit for this. There's another guy, like, and I just mentioned Seth Harris, that deserves a lot of credit for this too as well. Uh, this has been their brainchild, and um, you know, I when I before I started the clash, I had a lot of people. Um, a lot of predecessors, a lot of people that were running local tournaments in different cities throughout South Carolina, uh, that if they weren't doing what they were doing, the clash probably wouldn't be what it is. Uh, and it would be a lot harder for us to be connected. And uh, guys like John Lakowski, Daryl Pompilius, um, Josh McDaniel, people that have uh, done you know tournament stuff or you know at least tried to get the engine going before I came along and, you know, try to get this thing off the ground. And, uh, Shane, like myself, has some, uh, have some people that's helped him along the way. Seth Harris, uh, I know for a fact is definitely one of them. So these guys are getting us back in Dallas this weekend. Hope to see everybody there. And, uh, if you listen to the end of this podcast, I have a little bit of a nugget for you, uh, at the end. So, uh, hope you stay around and listen. Uh, here is, Sugar Shane Mox. What's going on, man? I mean, what's going on, man? I don't know, man. I'm in my car, dude. So I, I mean, let me uh, let me try to let me try to work out with some lighting or something. I don't know. Well, I, I don't. Rec- yeah. I, I don't. I don't do the put this on video or anything. Like this doesn't go to YouTube. I, I just do the audio portion of this. I the audio. Oh, perfect. Uh, right. how, so, how you sound? So we're good. Is, yeah, and this is uh. So you're in your car. Is it? And what you get your phone? Yeah, I got. I'm in my phone. I got my phone in my car, so it's um, a little bit haphazard. But uh, 
but you know, of course, I've been banging out some games, so trying to uh, trying to get ready for uh, next week. Yeah. So you have listened to my podcast, right? Of course. All right. So uh, when I do this podcast with people, typically, I uh, I, I do the, I, I let them know how I do it. I count it down three, two, one, and then I press the record button, give this grandiose introduction, and then we start a podcast. Uh, cool. I just went ahead and just press the record right now, and uh, hey, we're, we're, good. Just, we're just gonna fly from the hip here because uh, I feel like you're a guy I can do that with. But uh, um, just tell me where 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 did it, where did it start though? Where where did Golden Tee start for you? Like, where... so I didn't I didn't uh, get introduced into, into Golden Tee until 2016. So I was uh, I'm a late bloomer with Golden Tee. I uh, moved to Texas in 2014 and uh went to a local bar that uh it was actually called the big tree in roanoke texas it's actually about only about five miles from where the dallas peg tournament will be held this weekend or next weekend and uh it was a rundown dive bar and uh there was one golden tea machine in the corner i started playing it and next thing you know for the next week or so after work, I was finding myself going to that bar and trying to get better at Golden Tee. And, and I had about 200 games under my belt total. And I went ahead and just bought a home edition at that point. So wow. uh, from there, yeah, from there, after 200 rounds, I bought a home edition right straight from IT. And, uh, and I put 4,000 rounds on that in the first year I owned it. So that was my, uh, that was my first uh, introduction to Golden Tee. You said it was what twenty? You said fifteen or fourteen? Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Sixteen. Yep. So it was, uh, was twenty seventeen courses. Oh wow! So uh, and you just you know what? You find a tournament locally, or where, where, where do you go from there? So uh, so I I spent I spent that first year maybe maybe about six months in the lab learning the game playing by myself. Uh, didn't know anybody in the area, uh, and I got to the point where I was about a twenty five handicap. And I couldn't improve at that point. So I, I sought out some of the, I, I used Facebook, of course, the Golden Tee fan site. I sought out some of the elite players in my local area and just drove to them. You know, I just, you know, I was, I was going on blind dates with uh, Jared Decker and uh, Seth Harris and Jason Graham and, and so, all these Dallas boys. And uh, now they've, they've become some of my best friends. So you know, no, you so you'd you'd head over to the old Milo Butterfingers and I'd go to Milo Butterfingers. I'd go all the way at the, at that time. I lived in a little town called Trophy Club, and I would drive all the way up to Plano, which was an hour away, uh, to go meet uh, Jamie Godfrey and and Jason Graham and uh, Evan Sewell and all those boys. I'd play the one to five with them, even though they were three four strokes better than me. I I you know I was paying for lessons essentially. Oh shit! Uh, so well, I mean. Talk about that for a second, Shane, because, I mean, we see this with big cities, all right, where, you know, verbs of big cities get pretty broad. Dallas, Fort sure. Worth, you could go from where we're having the tournament to somewhere in southeast Dallas, and you could probably find somewhere to play. I mean, I would, that's just a speculation. Just talk about the broadness of Dallas. How broad does it get? Oh, it's huge, man. It's huge. I don't know the exact, um, you know, the, the geographical footprint, but, uh, but I know that you can drive for 40 or 50 miles and not reach each end north to south. So 
Um, just to give you, so I live, I live in Dallas proper right now. So right near Dallas Love Field Airport, and it's about a 45 minute drive to, to Keller, which is where the, uh, Legends Sports Bar is and where the, uh, the tournament will be held next weekend. And, uh, Jason Graham and Evan Sewell and Jamie Godfrey still live an additional 20 miles north of me. So, um, you know, so if I want to go see Seth Harris down in, in Mansfield, it's, it's about 45 minutes. And if I want to go see, uh, Jason Graham and, and, uh, Allen or Plano, it's about 30 minutes North. So, uh, so it's, uh, it's, it's very broad, uh, well spread out. And luckily, um, I know that in some, in some of these places, the, uh, the actual of the vendors and the availability of golden teas is not there. At least in Dallas, you can find a golden tea machine anywhere. There, there's golden tea everywhere at, at all the bars in Dallas. So that's a, that's a good uh, benefit. Yeah. The, uh, you think about broad communities like that, that cover broad spaces, then have everybody come to this hub. Uh, it, it feels like Dallas would starve for a tournament like this, right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, of course I was angling to, uh, to get a peg tournament back in Dallas. There was one at the uh, Volcano Sports Bar before my time. Uh, I'm not even sure what year that actually was, but uh, I started playing at Volcanoes, and that's in Hearst, Texas, which is uh, closer to where the venue is today, but uh, or for next weekend, but you know, further from my home today. I uh, started playing there. Uh, that's where some of the, the old school players were playing, like Rodney Collins and folks like that. I'm not sure if you know Rodney, but uh, Rodney, uh, Morpheus. Yeah, yeah, it goes by Morpheus. Uh, who, he should actually be there the next weekend, by the way. But um, I started playing with him and, uh, and uh, Bobby Boucher and some of those Volcanoes guys. And, um, and, and I guess at some point, the relationship with uh, the PEGT and Volcanoes soured. They decided to move that down to, uh, to, to a Houston venue. And, uh, and you know, that's where Houston and Austin where we've been having the, uh, the end of year tournament. Yeah. Event. So, uh, thrilled to have it back in Dallas. Uh, selfishly for me, it's it's less travel, less less uh, flights and, and hotels for myself. But uh, uh, but I think that uh, we have the base in Dallas to uh, to really have uh, you know the biggest fields and uh, some of the most competitive golf. Um, now just let's be clear about things with you as far as a player is concerned. You're no slouch here. Okay, you know how to play golden tee golf. We could say that, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I've improved. I've improved steadily, you know, throughout my tenure. I've played twelve thousand rounds, so I know that's that's nothing in comparison to some of the big guys. But, um, but you know, the, you know, with I started when when I would say the um, uh, man, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to really, um, I don't want to throw shade at anything. But you know, I, I started when the courses became, you know, easier and easier, you know, yeah. um, okay. and and. Um, I, I didn't switch the stouts until uh, 2021, you know, these courses. So uh, that's even, that's even further improved, you know, my game, of course, for my scoring average and, and, uh, and whole out ability, of course, um, with, with the thumbs and with stouts. I mean, that combination there is uh, lethal really, right. When you're, when you're talking about how good some of these players are, um, but yeah, you know, I carry a 29 handicap and, and, um, you know, I've made six or seven consecutive main brackets in these, in these PEGT tournaments. And, uh, 
although I haven't really done well in, um, in, in match play recently, I have a, I have a fifth, sixth in Cincinnati a few years back and, and, uh, a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of, uh, 17, 24s and, and, um, and 12, 16. So, you know, I would say that I'm, I'm middle of the road, but I'm ready to break out, you know, uh, you think you're going to do it this tournament? Uh, well, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on my home field, man, you know, so <laughs> the, uh, so uh, what you've kind of done, I guess, which is, which is similar, what, this is what we have in common is it, it was, we're, we're, we're bringing big time golden tee tournaments to our, to our areas. Maybe not so yep. much me. I, like, I, I live an hour and a half away from Callaway's. Uh, I'm bringing mm-hmm. it because our area stretches over Carolinas and such. Texas has always historically been a great hub for us in December. I hate that it took me all the way until 2016 or 20, no 2017 to go to Texas for my first holiday tournament. We've been looking for a venue. What was the plan? All right, tell me, tell me what I mean. How are we going to get a Golden Tee, uh, a national Golden Tee tournament back in tech, uh, Dallas? What was the plan? What so were we doing? I, uh, so, so I, I've been, I've been working the back end with Steve Sobel, and, uh, you know, for a couple of years now, trying to angle to get it to to Dallas, and and I think the catalyst was, and, and the and the deal I made with him uh, last year around this time with COVID happening, I said, listen, let me let me run a let me run a, t- a tournament in Dallas, support my tournament in Dallas. Uh, we'll call it, you know, it'll be around the same time frame as the the, the traditional holiday classic would have been that was in I guess Austin the previous year uh at Spotlight and I said if we can get some people there you know maybe maybe we can find a venue that'll work and and for for us it was all about a venue we want to we want to have the best venue of the year for our final tournament right uh we know that the numbers are growing we know that uh that uh you know the game is growing and we wanted to have a sustainable owner a sustainable venue that we can come to year after year and i think we found one with legends uh here in 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 keller uh we so that that tournament that i had last year there was 60 people and 40 of the 60 were uh were out of state you know gone gone on a plane to, to travel to texas so uh that coupled with uh the pegt had an appetite for moving to dallas as well for their own reasons uh travel expenses and things like that uh, we were able to get it done, and yeah. and I and I think that there was a, there was a void uh, because of uh, you know I I just don't think that they were as thrilled with some of the elements of the Spotlight Austin tournament, and I and obviously we know that Jake's uh, you know Jake's it was not an option anymore down in Houston. We kind of outgrew them, and uh, and this owner at Legends was super receptive uh, from, uh, financially wanted to put the money up and was, and was uh, willing to listen to all of our uh, suggestions and, uh, and we got it done. So I have high hopes for this tournament. So we're going to get, and we're going to get to all that real quick. I, I wanted to just talk about how, how we got here because you're, like I said, you took a lot of the similar roadmap that I did as far as to, yeah. Get, and and get, it, it was get, really thanks to you. Yeah, yeah. It was really thanks to you, Gino. I mean, I mean, you know, you know, the community might not know, but you and I, you're a mentor of mine, you know, and you've, yeah. uh, I've reached out to you a number of times to, for advice on, yeah. on running tournaments, on, um, on some of the important things to do when you're, uh, when you're trying to, you know, build a local community yeah. and, um, and thankfully, thankfully you've been right by my side, 
well, you know, well, the, throughout this whole thing. The, so. Well, the difference between you and me is I'm I'm just hosting this fifth tournament of the six, uh, 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 you know, here in <laughs> South Carolina. You're running our big hoss. All right, you're 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 trying to get this thing going, and <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a little bit that. of a different yeah. monster. I've, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I and certainly I'm not taking any credit for for uh, for anything. I I I I, br- I was a bridge for Steve and the PEGT uh, leadership team uh, to get with the ownership. I've been um, kind of a surrogate, you know, when when we're talking to when we're talking to the ownership of the bar to try to make sure that we have all of the um, all the, uh, the the T's crossed and the I's dotted and all that. So. Uh, so that's all I've really been doing. Uh, the owner, like I said, has been receptive, and and Steve, uh, Steve Sobel and team have been fantastic. You know, as always, people to uh, to, to do business with. So, um, so I'm just I'm just really really excited. Well, let's rewind back to last year. Just uh, you know, we we go back to a year sure. ago, and you'd you first look, we'll go back to the October of last year where you came to my tournament. I was right. I was attempting to that second clash where I'm attempting to run the safest clash I could possibly could, which really nobody cared. But you know, in general, I was just you know uh, understanding the circumstances, understanding what's happening in the world. I I, I want to say after we got after you left us, you were ready. He's like, no, let's go ahead. We can go ahead and open up tournaments. And Texas was kind of That's the right. perfect place. Just. Talk about the venue last year. Talk about the tournament last year and how that ran. How was your first year experience? Yeah, so I had so I had a, a, some experience running very small local tournaments over the course of that year as well. Uh, we're talking about uh, you know six to eight machine, thirty player kind of tournaments, all local crowd um, at various venues. But I wanted to open up. Uh, uh, you know, a tournament that we wanted to, uh, you know, kind of, kind of drive national participation in. Uh, so we, so, and, and this is not, it, it was the really the brainchild of Seth Harris, uh, who goes by Texas Tech defense on the game. If you guys don't know Seth, he's, um, he's, he hasn't traveled in a year or two, but he is, um, you yeah, know, man. he was my travel companion for like two years, you know, for, from uh, 17, 18 and 19. Um, and, and really one of my mentors in the game as well. But uh, but he wanted to have a Texas State championship. He thought the the Houston guys and the Dallas guys we, we, we formed a bit of a rivalry over the course of the last couple of years with uh, with Jared Decker emerging and and some of our local Dallas players emerging to be uh, somewhat elite. And uh, we thought that uh, that Dallas could support a Texas State championship, which, which uh, we thought that some of the the big time St. Louis guys and and Wisconsin and all the, you know the big hubs would uh, would, would really want to, want to take, you know, <laughs> come and take it. That was kind of our motto last year. And, and, uh, uh, you know, come and take it is, uh, is a Texas, is a Texas motto uh, that they have. And, and, uh, we, we built off that and we found a, a venue in good vibes bar and grill in Richardson, Texas, and an owner and in, in Jay and Donna that, uh, that really supported what we wanted to do. And, uh, of course the, the PGT Russ, Russ came down with Evan Gossett and uh, brought all their machines down for this to support mm-hmm. the uh, equipment piece of it. And, and we got it done, you know, and, and uh, you know, the money ad wasn't necessarily what we wanted to do, but it was, this is a prove it moment for us, you know, and, yeah. and you and I have talked about the prove it moments, right? You want to, you want to prove you can get participation. You want to prove that you can get, get a venue that's, that works. Right. 
and uh, and luckily we were able to check those, both those boxes last year. Uh, that's all. Uh, it's all about the checking the boxes for the resume for your tournament, and that's one of those things Absolutely. is you know your support and all all that jive that goes into that. Um, doesn't doesn't get unseen by the people that run this for sure. Um, last year, I, I think we could talk about this right now because I we 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 talked about this privately then, and we'll we'll, we'll briefly touch on it then. Local support always drives a thing, and last year it was. We understand there was a little bit of a problem for your local guys. You had that concern going here forward to this tournament, or how, how do you feel Dallas is going to receive this one? Well, I can only I can only hope and pray that that the Dallas folk uh, and there's a lot of them. Believe me, Gino, there's um, you know there there could there could very well be a hundred uh, twenty five plus Dallas players handicap wise twenty five uh, plus handicap Dallas players that that come to the tournament. Uh, you know they're out there. I've met them all. I've I've spent a lot of time traveling uh, to meet these guys to. Um, you know, hosting small get-togethers for at, at bars that I don't even go to, uh, just to try to build the game locally. It's just something I enjoy to do. You know, Gino, as you know, same. And same. Uh, I've met all. I've met them all. You know, and and it's just a matter of, uh, it's just a matter of them having, I guess, having a comfort level to, uh, to go to a big tournament. You know, many many of the folks that I've uh, met locally, uh, you know, they, they play casually, but they're great players. So. Uh, uh, so I think they've never been to a, a big tournament. They don't know what to expect. And I think that uh, maybe some of their nerves kick in and, and they just don't want to commit to that. So, uh, you know, I've, I've done my best to put the word out, of course, as always uh, for this one. I, I expect a better showing than last year. But, yeah, certainly last year I was disappointed. I was disappointed well, in the, my local guys and I let them have it. For it. Nationally, you're going to have rousing support. All right. I mean, nationally, people that are coming – via plane for this tournament it's gonna it's it, it's trending towards shattering every national golden tee tour record that we have and yeah uh, yep. and, and, and you're the bridge that got us there so it's, <laughs> it's, it's 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 something to be committed about uh just tell us about legends for a second what what kind of place are we looking at here man so le uh, legends is i've described it in the past as it's like an airport hangar man i mean it, it's a it's a huge steel building with yeah. uh you know 25 foot ceilings and um i i mean i don't know the i don't know the exact dimensions but it's probably um i don't know like you know 80 you know 80 to 100 feet by 80 to 100 feet just a big box you know and yeah. uh I think that we can fit, we're going to have 35 machines there. And I think that uh, we can fit all of the machines either on just one wall or wrap around to just the, you know, maybe have five or six machines on the other, uh, on the other <laughs> wall. So we'll be taking up less than half of the, of the bar space. Um, it's a, it's actually a pool hall. There's, and, and it's funny because when I first went there, it was actually for a steel tip dart tournament, but um, they, they don't have any golden feet machines there. They had one golden tee machine and it was red lighted when i uh when i went there and um and and the the crowd there was was billiards so there was some really high stakes billiards matches going on uh and and uh you know the the bar the bar itself the the layout is uh is somewhat unique there's a there's a kind of a small bar area but we're working on making sure that there's they can accommodate uh you know the massive crowd that they're going to see 
I can tell you something right now, you know, uh, I've been in that bar with a hundred people there and it looks empty. So, <laughs> you know, the, the place looks empty uh, with a wow. hundred people there. So uh, um, they have a, they have a stage area where we'll have a, the streaming set up. We'll have a couple, a couple machines up there where we can have our, you know, kind of highlighted uh, matches going on and qualifiers. Um, there's plenty of seating and everything. The, the, the things that we need to make sure we clean up are, uh, you know, the service, you know, we want to make sure that we have enough staff there to, yeah. uh, to accommodate all of our folks. Uh, typically they, they have, you know, two or three, two or three, uh, bartenders and servers on, uh, but we need to, we need to beef that up quite a bit to make sure that we can, uh, accommodate our folks. Uh, and, and we want to do some, some new things like, um, putting like a, a bucket, like a bottled beer in a bucket, separate line, instead of having to go to the bar for all that, let's, uh, um, let's have a, a separate line for folks that quickly get their buckets, get in and get out, even if it might be cash only or something to, uh, to do some of that stuff. So That's right. um, Keep it quick. I, I think, I think that, uh, I think that the folks will be impressed with the size of the place. And, uh, and I hope that, uh, I, I hope that the peg folks and, uh, everybody that attends has the best experience there. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that we won't, um, just, let's step outside of the tournament box venue and just focus on it as a place that we're going to be for an entire weekend. Uh, how, mm -hmm. TVs. I mean, can I watch football there? Is that, is that, is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. So they have, yeah, they, they probably have um, 20, you know, 20 TVs or so around the bar, which um, it's funny because the place is so big, you, you like 20 TVs doesn't, it's really not, it's not a lot, you know, no. for a place that big but uh but yes they will have all of the games on um, at the bar um in terms of they don't normally have food there which i thought was going to be an issue you know they don't yeah. they don't have a kitchen in this place uh but uh the owner is is putting some food trucks together or a food truck and uh there's a there's a local um a, a local couple who are great friends of mine chad and deborah prather who own their own uh barbecue business who will be they're making a delicious barbecue, you know, breakfast tacos, uh, barbecue chili, the whole nine yards. They'll be there the whole weekend oh. to, uh, to serve us. Also, um, it, the, the area in which the bar is at, ha, it, it's on a main strip with restaurants and, uh, and hotels and all that everywhere. So uh, the ownership has, has said that we can, we can DoorDash or Uber Eats or bring in any outside food. If you want your Whataburger, there's one like less than a mile away. If you, if you want some local barbecue or any kind of local Texas delicacies, uh, you'll be able to bring that in to the bar at any time and uh, come and go as you please. So um, I think it's a pretty convenient area um, outside of the fact that it's, you know, 20 to 30 minutes from the airport. Yeah. And then that's, uh, that's just one downside to it. But, you know, that being said, this is going to be, this will feel different based on just options. We're not relying on the venue itself to provide, you know, food and everything else for us. We're just, they're going to hopefully keep the stock on beer, which I, I'm sure you've covered that with them, right? Yeah, you know, you've already gone. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Steve sent me. So, uh, and, and, you know, good on Steve. Steve is, uh, Steve is, is on point with, Pre with everything. So, prepared, uh, man. so Steve, <laughs> so Steve has uh, provided me with, you know, a, a, a typical uh, alcohol uh, order list, if you will, what he is recommending for the bar. I've, you know, I've, I've given that to, to the bar owner and, and said, 
uh, you know, you might even want to, uh, you might even want to get more than this, you know, based yeah. on the kind of occupancy we're, uh, we're expecting. So, well, no, um, you know, well, I don't know, well, you know, what I find typically, what I find typically at these things is, is, uh, regardless of how, how much we try to repair the bar owners, you know, usually they underestimate us, don't they? Well, Shane, what happens when you pounce that in front of him? Like say, Hey, this is what you're going to need to order. What hap- What does he say when he looks at that? Did he say anything? Or was well, it- I mean, it was a chuckle, right? So it's a, it's a chuckle. It's always, <laughs> you know, it's uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's five six times what he normally carries in stock, right? Yeah. And, uh, and we're tr- we're trying to convince him that it's going to be uh, consumed in a whole in a weekend, you know. But uh, but you know, as you know, you've been around a long time, and yeah. and you know, the Golden Sea players are a different breed, man. I mean, we are, uh, you know, in at 9 a.m., out at 2 a.m., and uh, we don't miss a beat when it comes to uh, enjoying uh, enjoying the beverages. So, Yeah, no, this is our, um, I don't know, everybody, all, all the Golden Tea guys I know, they take their small little vacation to a Golden Tea tournament. That's what their weekend away is. This is what my weekend that's away right. is going to be. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's mm-hmm. – and uh, I, I'll make sure to uh, – celebrate it like it's a mini vacation that's what i do (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's right and 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 that's funny too because i do the same thing and and ever since i've I've began traveling for the pgt tournaments all across the country yeah um you know i think i've been to 15 of them now um over the course of the last four or five years it's it's become it's become something i look forward to it's become almost a little lifestyle for me you know so it's great yeah man um 211 people that's is that what, what the they're number, saying now? Yeah, that's what that's the last number I saw. I think it was two hundred and eleven. Yeah, that's unbelievable, man. So, so the occupancy at this place, I think, at last, I, I believe I saw the sign on the door that said the occupancy is six hundred fifty. So, so that, <laughs> you know, we don't have to worry. So, so come, come one, come all, guys. You know, you know. So, like I said, this place is huge. I'm not worried about that from an occupancy standpoint. But uh, can you imagine, Gino, if we have two hundred people at this thing? Compared, Can you imagine what that would do for the game? Oh yeah, no, it would be, it would be monstrous. No, uh, yeah. did you you did you ever go to the Orleans? Right, you play you you went to the Orleans. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah, yeah. I- yeah, I went. I qualified for the World Championship, the the, the most previous one we had, the That's most recent right. one we had, which yeah. was like two years ago. Yeah, there was a lot of us there. I want to make sure everybody was there. Uh, compared to that, I mean, it, it probably does it does it feel like that kind of size? Well, I mean, that was a state kind of stadium style, right? So yeah, yeah, I understand. Little, little different, you know, getting square footage. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, I mean, the place is. I mean, yeah, it's it's just so big, man. You know, it's right. it's just so big. So so you yeah you won't you. It, I don't expect that it will feel crowded ever, mm-hmm. even if there's 250 right. people in that place. I think there'll be seats for everybody. I think there'll be room to uh, go and stew after a qualifying match, you know, or a qualifying round, or you know, if you if you lose your first match in the purple bracket, uh, you can find your little spot to go and uh, regroup right at the bar. And uh, and I think that uh, I think that it'll be uh, plenty accommodating for everybody. Brother, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait. I cannot believe that it's uh, you know, it's a week away. Yeah, <laughs> so, man. Uh, that's uh, it's amazing. I know I'm taking a couple of days. So uh, part of the deal here, because of because of the demand for from the players uh, that are that are going to come, uh, you know, we needed we just needed more machines. You know, of course, uh, we we were operating. You know, the peg was operating, and and I, just don't quote me on this, but you know, I feel like I, at least in Nashville, there was like 27 
or 28 machines and uh, that, yeah yeah and uh, i know i know that the the trailer itself that uh that steve has holds i think 22 machines so we knew we needed to to far out you know outkick that for this tournament if we're going to have this many players and one thing we wanted to avoid was four person qualifiers so uh, we don't want to have foursomes for qualifying at least i know i don't and and i and i don't think that steve and and folks want to have that either for from a timing standpoint uh so so uh we're gonna have 35 machines and and on wednesday and thursday i'm going to do some leg work with some of the local players uh thanks to some of our local vendors we're gonna be trucking some of these machines down there man uh just uh just you know brute force some of these in a pickup truck and yeah. and uh get them down to the venue and and make sure so i think the number that we have right now is 35 machines uh which uh, we'll, you know, we'll even see how, how many, if that's enough or not, you know, so I, it's, uh, it's incredible what this turned into, you know, we're, what is this Thursday? So we're just, you know, we're just a week away now, man. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's happening fast. Um, I know I've been, I've been trying to get to the, uh, to the owner of the bar with some last minute things, uh, over the course of the, of the last several weeks. And, you know, he's, he, He's busy. Yeah. <laughs> He's busy prepping. So, uh, so it's been kind of hard to get him on a day to day, on a, on a, you know, a minute by minute basis. Uh, but I have all of the, um, I, I have, I have all the confidence in the world that he's going to deliver for us. So uh, fingers crossed on that. You know, I guess you, you never know. And I don't want to over, you know, over promise and under deliver ever, but, um, but, uh, but I have high hopes that, right. uh, that we're going to have everything you need. All right, man. Well, uh, just from, on behalf of everybody that I know, because honestly, like I said, you're you're the bridge into what made this happen. Okay, we're we're coming to Dallas. This will be the largest tournament that's ever been held on tour on record. It will be the second largest that's ever existed. Uh, the largest being 2008. There was a 300 plus tournament there, but um, brother, this is going to be awesome. We we we're all coming. We can't wait, and this is uh. This is going to be epic. I'm ha- I'm happy for you. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I appreciate you making this happen, man. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, Gino, of course. I appreciate all the support that we've gotten across the country from all the players. I can't wait to see all my guys from across the country. You guys better bring your game because I'll tell you what, making the main bracket in this field, uh, man, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. I don't even know what the – I can't even project what the cut line is going to be. But whatever you think it is, add a few strokes to it. Oh, uh, well, I, I'm guessing one off each round. Okay, if you get one off on each round, you're good to go. That's that's a, a that adds natural attrition plus people that yep hole out all the time because it's going to be considerable. If we play mm-hmm. Baja, that may change that a little bit. If we don't play Tropical, that may change that a little bit. I mean, the, a lot of variables go into a a, a qualifier, but. You know, in general, I'm thinking I think one, one off. One, I, I think one off. Um, I think I think you're are on the right track. Yeah. Uh, with the with the one off per round. Uh, but I'll tell you what, with the, the combination of of no of no uh, new 2022 courses coming out, boy, these boys are good. You know. Oh so, no, we we've, we've been at this since you know. I've had I've had two. Uh, <laughs> you're you're on your second Texas tournament with these courses. I've already had two Carolina tournaments <laughs> right. with these courses. So. <laughs> Uh, all that's right, right. Well, you know of course all right nice talking to you gino
All right, thanks to Shane for coming on and talking with me. If his audio seemed a little off, you know, he, he wasn't using a microphone. He was just in his car using his phone. There ain't nothing wrong with it. And I appreciate him coming on and talking to me. Uh, you listen to the end of this podcast. I told you I had a little Easter egg. I, I, while we're in Texas, I'm uh, doing my first ever in-person podcast. All these podcasts that you've heard so far have been done via Zoom. And this will be my first one that I've done uh in person ever and uh i'll be excited to do it and the reason why i waited to the end of this podcast to share this with you is because sugar shane mox will be sitting on that podcast with me along with a few other guests and we're going to have a wonderful little round table discussion and it will be must listen material so i hope you guys uh it will be available to you next week after we get back from the tournament probably around tuesday or wednesday iHeartRadio is always my preferred listening platform if you listen anywhere. I always prefer iHeartRadio. It is the world's largest network of podcasts, and I love it if you listen there. If you don't, no worries. You can listen anywhere you get your podcast. Texas, Dallas, Texas will be there. Keller, Texas, Legends Sports Bar Grill, December 10th. Handicap Tournament, if you want to do closest to the pin and money shot, that's December 9th on Thursday. And then, of course, we kick off that Saturday with the largest player of the year tournament and regularly attended Golden Tee Tournament. That'll be the Dallas Holiday Classic that you've ever seen. More money, more prizes, more people. It's must-be-there time. Guys, can't wait to see you. We'll see you soon.